Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hi, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all, season 11, episode 253. I'm Adam Walker. And I'm Sanjay Park. And man, we've got a great show for you today. And it's it's Friday. I love doing shows on the Friday. We're going to release this afternoon. There's just so much tech news. It's going to be great. So uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm not even going to bother going over the basics. <laughs> you, you, you're not, not going to do the review. No. Well, no. then real quickly, uh, this yeah. episode is brought to you by our companies, Together Letter, Together Letters and Edgewise. Uh, if you need a social platform and you want to share stuff with a group of folks, but don't want to do it on the web, you should check out Together Letters. Yeah, and should. if you're looking for a podcast of your own, check out Edgewise. We can mm-hmm. help you make that happen and make it yeah. sound better than even Tech Talk Y'all, which is That's would it. be amazing. It'd right? be impossible. Yeah. So, all right, let's jump in. Speaking of impossible, why is NASA, why is a NASA spacecraft crashing into an asteroid? And as of this morning, why has it crashed into right. an asteroid? And the answer is, to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like this is, uh, hey, we just run out of things to do. <laughs> it's, it's not really. We're doing it for a real reason, but. We need a mission. We have this equipment. We like things going kablooey. I mean, perfect. This is it right here. I mean, they already did this to the moon, right? Yeah. They, 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 uh, launched that thing. I think we talked about it a while ago to see what uh, was the moon was made up of because right. apparently they didn't believe it was just cheese. Um, and so they crashed this into an asteroid in the hopes of saving yeah. the earth from an asteroid yeah. sometime in the future. There you go. Well, How long do you I think mean, it'll be before an asteroid actually ages? I think we'll be earth? long extinct before an asteroid comes to extinct us. Yeah. <laughs> But what we're not going to be extinct for, and I'm pretty excited about, is Apple Music is sponsoring this Super Bowl halftime show. And in fact, there was a follow-up right after this that Rihanna is performing at the Super Bowl halftime show coming up. So I'm excited. Rumor had it that they had asked Taylor Swift and she declined because (laughs) apparently um, being being the star of the halftime show is a lot of trouble. And actually, they end up paying money. Like they don't make money off of being it. It's like a, it's like, hey, come get the most publicity you can possibly get, but it's going to cost you, you know, about a half a million dollars. Like that's how that's does that kind make of the sense pitch. for people that are already pretty dang famous? I, it does. I think that's the point. Like that. I think uh, that rumor, at least, that's what it, hearsay is. That's why she turned it down. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Rihanna's going to be there. It's going to be amazing, no doubt. And I think she's got a new album coming out too. So this kind of helps promote that. So it makes a lot of sense. So yeah, that's what they were yeah. saying. So yeah, it's pretty yeah. interesting. It's going to be great. All right. Well, speaking of interesting, James Earl Jones steps back from voicing Darth Vader, signs off on using archived recordings to recreate his voice with. AI. And apparently, according to another article, Darth Vader's voice in Obi-Wan Kenobi was entirely AI generated, yep. which I did not realize, which is why deep fakes are such a big deal, which yep. is why we need security around this, which is a different conversation. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a conversation we're going to have at some point, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I thought this was super interesting the, for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, James Earl Jones was consulted for all of the the lines right. that his yeah. voice would you still call it his voice said yeah it's still um, his voice yeah, yeah. he yeah. he's the originator of the voice he right. it's his voice yeah yeah so yeah. uh I I think it's super interesting and I think we're gonna go 
you know, if you extend this, this down even further, like what we've been seeing with some of these generators, and we're going to be talking about Dolly in a little bit uh, yeah, later, are. but uh, talking about like these uh, video generators and photo generators and now audio generators, like at what point does somebody just become like basically a digital version of themselves and then you yeah. have an acting career and you don't have to actually go act? Right. Right. Or like, or like at what point, I mean, you know, to even more close to home, at what point do I stop recording intros to the podcast that I do? <laughs> I just type out the intro, I run it through an AI and it sounds perfect. Like I, I, there's a point where that happens. I don't know what point it is, but it it's on the way. I'm just, it clearly saying. hasn't happened yet because listeners know how much we goof up with stuff. So uh, clearly we're not AI generated yet. Well, I mean, I'm not, I don't know about you. I think an AI, I think an AI would be very security minded. That's, that's all I'm trying to say. So might be, might be, uh, <laughs> next up, somebody that's, uh, expanding their worldview. Uh, Walmart is making its first move into the metaverse with virtual worlds on Roblox. Mm, By the way, I don't yeah. know if you've seen this. Uh, I don't know if you watch daytime TV, but there's some law firm here in Atlanta that's on the metaverse too. And they're like, Oh, we have the best prices in the, the universe or something now. Or I don't know. It's, it's some kind of hokey okay. thing. I have so many questions. Yeah. Like, wait, who watches daytime TV? Why are you in any way familiar with daytime TV? What is happening right now? Like, I watch like, daytime TV sometimes. Do you like, like, do you like the prices right is on in the background. Like I mean, what is going on? I enjoy watching Drew Carey on the price. <laughs> right. He's very funny. He's actually a very good replacement for Bob Barker. So, he is good. He, yeah, I, I I do agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Walmart has moved into the metaverse. I don't know what else we have to say about this. I guess nothing else. Maybe you're gonna go shopping. The metaverse is now destroyed. The That's the end of the metaverse, people. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. All right. Uh, Google's making it even easier to remove your personal info from a search. It will now alert you when your phone number and physical address appear in search results. So there's a way to start removing your stuff, which I got to say, I'm kind of a fan of because um, there's actually a phone number of mine that is tied to one of my nonprofits from a very long time ago. And I will occasionally get phone calls like, hi, I need support with this. And I'm like, oh, I don't work for them. I'm on the board, but I can't help you. And so <laughs> now hopefully I can remove that from the search results. That would be really, really helpful for me. Yeah. So, so yeah. conspiracy theory, uh, Sanjay, is thinking that the reason why they're doing this is now you're going to verify with Google your real phone number and address. Oh, for sure. And they're going to have to. And yeah. so, uh, yeah. I mean, so but that's, actually, that's the only way, right? Because if you say, right. this is my phone number, their next step has to be, okay, we'll send you a text to, to verify and yeah. give us the code. Like every time it's going to be the case. Yeah. So basically we have to authenticate against Google. So now they know for sure where we so live. You have to give away privacy in order to get more privacy is really what you're trying to say. Like that's you're giving exactly away privacy. From, what I'm saying. To, that's, I mean, that's a very cynical and I get, <laughs> I, I, I want to say perfectly accurate view of what is de is definitely happening here. For sure. Yeah. So. Cause I think in like five years, we're going to find out like, Oh wait, they used all of that data to do yeah. something else that they didn't disclose. That the fact that your mind works that way. Like, I wonder if that should concern me. Like when you give me a gift, it's like, <laughs> it's like, is this really a gift or is he somehow like tracking me? Like what's this, happening here? It's all about the layers. <laughs> How deep can you go to find out my real intent? I like it. I like and it. And talking about Google, uh, one more story. And then uh -huh. there's actually another one. Two more. This. Two more. Two yeah. more stories. Yeah. Google kills Stadia and will refund game purchases. 
yeah, so there you go. Uh, I'm sure the site that uh, tracks all the Google product deaths has been updated with this. I mean, not surprising. This is like we saw this come. It just never got momentum. It never got traction. And, and you know, our, our buddy Mickey but, wrote a blog post about it this morning. Yeah. And he linked to Google's original commercial about Stadia. Uh-huh. And it was horrendous. I mean, just so confusing <laughs> and so bad. I mean, so bad. And it's like, yeah. no wonder this never got, they made one commercial and it was trash. So, I mean, you know, of course. So, yeah. But I, I don't think that it not taking off is a requirement for them to kill it. They've killed off so many products. Yeah, that's true. Which were widely used. Yeah. And, and then there's other products that they have that they just don't even improve. Like FeedBurner yeah. is just one that I think about forever. all the time that they've owned yeah. for forever. Yeah. And it is garbage now. It is I mean, garbage. it was great it when is. they bought it because yeah. it was cutting edge then. It is garbage. But yep. people, I still see people using it because oh, yeah. there is oh, no yeah. better option. Yep. And all it's, the time. It, it's crazy. It's wild. All right. And last Google related topic, at least for the moment, some Google Photos users finding that old images have been corrupted. Yeah. This, like, this is a good indicator. Like, back up your photos mo- multiple places. That's all I'm saying. Like, multiple places back them up because right. you just you just never know. So, so what's funny is I just did a recording uh, for our company, Edgewise, for one of our clients, Hiscox. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the person that I was talking to was actually talking about doing backups of your cloud services. Mm. He says like most people don't think about that, but they don't have a requirement to keep your stuff safe. And mm-hmm. if it gets corrupted, you're out of luck. So yep. you should back up your cloud stuff. It's yep. not safe. And so yep. photos to me, always photos and videos are the number yep. one thing. Like yep. I cannot recreate those. If I lose other stuff, oh, I can, yeah. I can figure it out. Right. Yeah. But yeah. photos and videos are precious because once those are gone, those are gone. Yep. You can't get those times back. So there you go. That's right. Next up, uh, Zynga's Marco Lastica. Lastica? Teams I'm up sure with glad Netf- you got this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Teams <laughs> up with Netflix to open a new studio. And the new studio is a gaming studio. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, going to invest in- a ton, it looks like, in gaming. Like yeah, where it was, was like, it? It's somewhere in Europe, right? Was it yeah. like Sweden yeah. or? Right, yeah. I forget was, where it was. Exactly. I, I forget, but I mean, it, it, they're really. Helsinki. Helsinki. They're really going all in on gaming right now. I mean, like we've talked about Netflix and gaming several times recently, and it just we just keep having this conversation. I mean, honestly, maybe that's, like, maybe they make the Stadia type thing work because that's ultimately what Stadia was, right? Maybe right. they can make something happen. Who knows? I, I tell you, I still play Crispy Street. I think I recommended it at one point. I think you did, yeah. Uh, one of the games. It's a great game. It's a nice little time killer, uh, you know, and it's good because it sharpens your attentiveness to, you know, it's basically where's Waldo. Okay. Uh, but yep. different kinds of Waldos. Okay. And uh, it makes you a little bit sharper, I think, uh, of noticing things. So, it's a fun mm. little game. I If they do more things like that, little casual games, uh, some of them that tie back to their their properties, like yeah. Stranger Things, I, I think it's going to be a win for them. So yeah, it's good for sure. stuff. All right, next up, this surveillance artist knows how you got that perfect Instagram photo. Uh, Sanjay, you tag this one. Walk me through this. This is incredible. So what they did <laughs> was they trolled through Instagram and yeah. they didn't pick on people that were famous or well-known, just random people. And then they used EarthCam okay. uh, to search through and find the video of them taking those photos 
and how many times they retook the photos and whatever. Like you can watch all of this on video. People uh, retake their Instagram photos over and over again. Really? Yes. Why? People do because like, you got to get the exact no. right pose. No, I ain't got time for that, man. No. no. I've seen people do this. I ain't got it's, time for that. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't. I don't, nope. I don't. It's one and done for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's a one take yes. wonder. So th- this artist basically fused all these things. He did not tag the people yeah. uh, because he didn't want them to be in it. But people figured out who the, some of these folks were because they're like, oh, I know that person. And then, ta- and then you know, things have happened. So Whoa. some of these folks' videos or, or photos have gone viral because of, uh, oh, man. of this artist. I love um, that. So the other point of it is, is that, you know, there's a service like this, EarthCam, that ties together all of these video cameras all around the world. I actually... Went into a little bit of a, a black hole here, looking at EarthCam, looking at the site, and just looking at, at stuff. Like, there's one of Centennial Olympic Park, so you can see the live camera and see what's going on at Interesting. Centennial Olympic Park. Interesting. All at right. Time. So I like, I like that. I did not realize. I'm going to check out EarthCam now. Maybe yeah. that's a little early tech break right there. I like it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, next up, Netflix expands its password sharing crackdown. People are not happy. Come on, man. Like, this is not, not surprising. Come yeah. on. Like, it's an account. You shouldn't be bumming passwords off everybody. Like, just be okay. It's uh, whatever. Yeah. So uh, what's interesting to me is, is that they're actually sensitively pricing this based on the country that they're using this in. Right. But what I also didn't know that Netflix pricing in some of these countries is actually pegged to the dollar. And mm. so as... Inflation has happened. It has actually increased the prices in some of these countries Mm. and they have to use a dollar denominated credit card. So it's, I mean, in some of these countries, it's actually pretty expensive to Mm. get Netflix access. And I'm honestly, I'm really surprised by that because I would have thought a global company like Netflix would have used local currency and then, you know, converted on their own back end instead of making the, the customer do it. But I mean, I mean, they really should just use gold, like real. Like, just like gold. That's, yeah. <laughs> Here, here's yeah. my here's my brick of gold for the next three years yeah, well, worth no, of Netflix it, service. Yeah, it's like it's like ounces. It's like how many ounces of gold per month? Like that's really like that's the name of the game. Like <laughs> you, I don't you know, know you like, laugh. Grams, actually, you know? There used to be a service called eGold yeah. where you could pay in digital gold, and it was backed by real gold, and it was. Yeah. So that was like the original cryptocurrency. Is that what you're Pretty telling much. me? Like basically Pretty much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Turnstile is Cloudflare's latest attempt to rid the web of captchas, which Sanjay is such Hallelujah. a huge fan of. I mean, he loves captchas. He loves those little, no, where's I hate the crosswalk? Captchas. And then you can't tell in that last top right corner. Is the crosswalk there? I see a line there, but does the computer know the crosswalk there? <laughs> oh, it doesn't. Oh, let me do another one and another one and another one. No, that and is a school one. bus. That is a school bus school bus so i i, I fail yeah. these sometimes oh, I, I gotta tell you saying. i fail captures and i'm yeah. like i i then i question my humanity i'm like yeah. am i a robot well we've uh, already I, established I that i think you might be ai that's I all i'm trying be. to say so I, yeah. yeah i mean i think anyway. i might have just out of myself i, I hope I mean, so is, the, is this gonna get rid of captcha for us though it, i mean it might so what the okay. theory is is it's testing your browser using javascript okay and so that should prove that you're using a real browser that's human. Yeah, because it's not like some virtual machine, whatever, whatever thing. But I yeah. feel like this is just an arms race. Like, you know, yeah. somebody will figure out how to 
beat this or something. Yeah. I, I still don't understand. So like one of the things I've done, there's a couple of sites. We've talked about YubiKey before. Yep. And I use YubiKey on a couple of sites. And there's one site, and I forgot which one now, where I've used my YubiKey. And so you've got to press a physical button yep. Yep. to prove that, you yep. know, to say like, yes, do this thing. Right. A robot cannot do that. Right. And then it'll ask me a capture right after. I'm like, dude, I just pressed a physical button to prove <laughs> that I'm who I am. And now you're making me do a capture. I, I feel like what you just described is like George Jetson. Like his job was just pressing a button at a factory. <laughs> and like somehow they never realized that they could have a robot press the button at the factory that's fully automated, except this one button that he presses. Like, really? Like that's so you're yeah, you're George. I Jetson. think that was a union job. That's why he, Not my he, he kept he kept the Button that was amazing. That was amazing. Gotta keep jobs for people. Mm. Yeah, on. I mean, you do need to keep jobs. All right. Yeah. What's up? Uh, yeah. What's up next? Ne next up, uh, Amazon's new Kindle Scribe is an e-reader you can write on. Here are the six best features we know so far. You're excited you about getting this. I, I it, it's interesting. The price point's pretty high for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I'll get it. Uh, it was funny. So one of one of our friends uh, has already pre-ordered it. And he's like, have you already pre-ordered it? And I was like, no, I'm going to let you let me know how this is first. And then I'll consider it. Like yeah. I, yeah. V1 I, is yeah. always uh, a little yeah. bit of a question. Yeah. So I, but I like the idea of it a lot. And, and, and especially if I can like read an, an, an ebook on it and mark it up and make notes and stuff like that in the margins. I like that idea a lot too. So we'll see. I don't know. Maybe. Do you oh, okay? So when you mark up a book with notes in the margin and stuff, how often do you ever go back and read any of those? I don't. I, that's the thing is I don't. I really, well, there there are a handful of books, like and, and I've okay. gotten better about this as I've gotten older. Like like for example, the book that you and I have read out on a wire that's all about storytelling related to like yep. radio. Like I've I've done tons of notes in that. And I've gone back and looked at those notes, and that's actually legitimately right. helpful. But like just a regular old book, like a book, like Atomic Habits, even like by James Clear or something like I'll highlight things and I might go back and look at the Kindle highlights. I'm never going to write notes in it. I'm never going to, you know, do any of the other yeah. stuff. So, yeah, so I, I and, mean, I, but I do highlight things in order to create quick videos about them a lot of times later. So I, I do that. But I again, I'm never going to make notes. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because you can upload in theory your your own PDF files, your own documents yeah. to the Kindle scribe and then yeah. take notes on them. So this might be a useful thing right. in terms of companies. Right. If you've got documents that you need to share out because conceivably just like the older Kindle, you have an email address where you can directly yeah. deliver a document to a Kindle. Right. So you could actually deliver instead of emailing it out, you could send it to everybody's Kindle. They could read it, take notes on it and then come together in a meeting and discuss. Yeah. Yeah. So it might actually be a useful thing but the price point is pretty. It's three thirty nine, like right? Yeah, three ninety or three thirty, something like that. Yeah, it's, something it's like a that. Lot. It's, it's, it's a lot. well over three hundred dollars. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I my Kindle right now works pretty good. Uh, yeah, mine pretty too. Well. I I don't really need a new one. I feel like, real good with my Kindle. Yeah, maybe if it broke, I, I would think about it, but yeah. probably not even at that price point. Yeah. So next up, uh, maybe a way that uh, you can earn some bucks uh, to pay for that Kindle, <laughs> Doll E is now available without a wait list. If you don't know Doll E, is that how you say it? Doll it's, E? Uh, that's how I say it. It's amazing. Dolly. It's mm. basically a, a photo generator using a text description that you provide it. Um, right. And it, so if you, write, if you say dog wearing a fedora on the beach, it can render that and it's shockingly good. And now it's like an illustration. Like, so you say like dog wearing a fedora on the beach in an oil painting style. 
in like or you could say photorealistic and it, or, it, it would look real. That's true. Yeah, it is. It's wild what it can do. It's just yeah. absolutely wild. So now I think I'm going to do that and then hack into your social accounts and change out your picture. For Please do. The dog Please do that. I'd, I would really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. While you're at it and you're hacking into my social accounts, like, would you uh -huh. mind just getting me some more followers? Like, that'd be great. <laughs> Well, just, I think if you had a dog wearing a fedora as your avatar, you might actually I get might, more followers. That could legitimately help. I mean, I'm, I'm might it's worth be a the shot. world's most interesting dog. Time for the weird and wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe murderer. One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. All right, weird and wacky time. First up, this is random. Uh, this Super Mario Maker 2 fan spent seven years crafting, quote, Super Mario Brothers. Five. So Super Mario Maker, for those of you that might not know, is a game where you could make your own Mario worlds. And he spent uh, seven years crafting, I think it was 40 worlds for yeah. a quote unofficial Super Mario 5. And you can like go, I think online and like go and play all of his worlds if you have the game. Like it's it's wild and apparently it's really good and he's just a super fan. So he, he did it in the style of exactly what Nintendo would have done yeah. in his view. And uh, yeah. yeah, spending seven years doing this though, seems like a bit of a take. I mean, like, I mean, maybe this oof. is just like, this was his downtime for like 30 minutes a day. And like, maybe just yeah. like 30 minutes a day, I'm going to go build stuff. I really enjoy it. I need to unplug. And 30 minutes a day takes seven years to build 40 worlds like that. That math adds up to me. I mean, you know? I got to say, you know, this, you never know what this might lead to, right? Like we, we talk about that with tech talk y'all for us. Yeah. Uh, like we were on yeah. TV for, for many, yeah. many months uh, yeah. on WXIA here in Atlanta. Yeah. You never uh, know because of tech talk y'all. So yeah. You never know. This might lead him to some huge gaming job somewhere or a job at Nintendo, stuff. which obviously yeah. he would be perfect for. I mean, right. come on, like hire him up. Obviously he's good at this stuff. So he, you know. he had a seven year audition for what this are you job. Doing? So I know Just <laughs> go for it. Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. So, Somebody at Nintendo yeah. should do that. Uh, next up. Uh, and this is kind of a creepy one. Foolish uh -huh. moans are haunting the intercoms of American airlines flights. Um, did you watch I'm sorry. the video? I have not watched the video yet. Uh, I actually wanted to watch the video while we were recording. So I'm pulling it up right now. Tell me okay. about this, though. So, uh, yeah. So there's a video of somebody that's taking a flight from L.A. to Dallas. And basically, randomly on the intercom, there's like, like moans and, and random things that are being said. And the flight crew is like, we don't know what's happening. We are trying to figure it it's out. It's like a dude. And it's like, he's yeah. like, oh, like, it's like, it's not like yeah. static. It's like a person in the intercom. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, you can tell like, that's yeah. crazy. So they're thinking that it's actually some kind of like interference or something like that. Like they were not able that's to That's a find... hack, man. Somebody has hacked their intercom system, I think. I can't they, imagine that being some kind of weird. But they claim that the intercom system is not connected to any other system that it's accessible. It's not connected to Wi-Fi. It's not connected to anything else. Then they've hardwired a, into it. I mean, uh, like some dude's dropping uh, <laughs> like like thumb drives and they're plugging them into the, the plane or something. Like that's... <laughs> 
You know, like he's dropping thumb drives in the seat that say, please don't plug me into this plane. And then this, the flight attendant's like, oh, let me try that. And, you know, that's what happens. I, I, so. I'm hoping that our, our <laughs> flight attendants and flight crew are smarter than I'm plugging sure. in random things I, into planes. I, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But still, so, that, that sounds incredibly intentional and like a person to me. So I'm just I, saying. Yeah, it, it, it does, but we don't know what it is. So that's just wild. I, yeah. All right, Sanjay, Tech Rec time. What do you have for us today? So I've got yet another financial recommendation for folks and a service mm-hmm. that folks can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a folks uh, f- uh, a service, not not folks called. Yeah. A yeah. service called yeah. Lively HSA. Yep. So if you've got a healthcare plan that allows you to have a HSA, a health savings account, I highly recommend having a health savings account Yep. Um, and having a health plan that lets you do this. Lively will let you have a savings account with them for free. There is yep. no cost for individuals. They charge businesses if they want to enroll employees in this, but it is 100% free. And they'll then let you open up an Ameritrade account and invest your money directly in the stock market. And again, for $0. Yep. And so I've been using Lively for a couple of years now. I'm a big fan. It mm-hmm. works really, really well. They've now actually got a mobile app. I think they've had it for a while, but I just started using it and it works really well as well. Same. Yep. And they'll, you'll uh, be able to put in your receipts in there. And if you don't want to reimburse yourself right away, you can save it and reimburse yourself in the future, which is one of the great features of having an HSA. So the link that I've included in the show notes is actually a referral link. If you put in a thousand dollars, you'll get $25. And oh, by the way, I'll get $25 too. So if you're interested in checking out Lively, uh, it is a great service. So try it out. Yeah, I'll what say are- uh, I use it as well. And I really like it. It's fantastic. So I, I you know, just pulls money out every month and I reimburse myself. No big deal. It's super easy to use. Fantastic. It's it's really, really great. Really seamless. And the fact that it doesn't cost you any money as an individual, it's like, oh, well, yeah. why not? Give it to Love me. Love that. Yep. What about you, Adam? What do you got for this? I'm going to recommend a website. The website is usethekeyboard.com. And it's just a website full of all the keyboard shortcuts for all of the different apps that you may or may not use. And there are a ton of them that are listed here, including but not limited to Photoshop, Apple Music, Notion, uh, Spotify, Trello, Xcode. I mean, just so Figma, Fortnite. I mean, just so many different things. So uh, yeah, just if you need want to use keyboard, I mean, and you should use keyboard shortcuts because it just makes your life so much better. So use keyboard shortcuts and go to use the keyboard.com to use keyboard shortcuts. So. <laughs> I mean, they, they've got some great products in here, like Obsidian. I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's great. I mean, there's like tons of stuff yeah. in here. This is Super just, helpful, right? I, I saw that. I was like, oh, Oh, that's my tech rec for sure. That's going to be amazing. Sanjay's yeah. going to geek out over yeah, that. This is, so. this is some good stuff. I mean, yeah. all of these products, I think, give you these shortcuts. There's probably yeah. something that will, but this is like an easy, it's a nice easy lookup for yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Hey, all right. Netflix is in here. Look at yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. It's great. All right, Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me on Twitter at, at Sanjay. That's S-A-N-J-A-Y or SanjayParak.com. What about you, Adam? Find me on my website, adamjwalker.com. I'm posting there. I'm signed up for my newsletter, all the things. Twitter, I'm on Twitter, AJ Walker. I'm around, basically. 
J stands for jamming, right? Because you're jamming out to the music. I am now. jamming today, man. It's Friday. Yeah. And we're recording before Tesla's thing, so we'll have to talk about that next week. Oh, is there a Tesla thing today? Big Tesla thing today. Oh. Next week. We'll talk about it next week. Dun, dun, dun.